Gord, everybody. I'm Jim Vysich, along with Jane Benson, for another Jim and Jane podcast, generally contrasting socialism with communism, capitalism, sorry, socialism with capitalism, but not tonight. Tonight, we're talking about the comeback of the Tea Party. That's right. The Tea Party has been revived. How about that, guys? The Tea Party is back, but under a different name and a different reason. Not for smaller government, but for government just to get out of the way of a business and let business get back to work. Correct, Jane? What are you talking Bob about? McGuffey. Essential? Yeah, the Council of Non-Essential Businesses. What is, what is the uh, definition? Essential of non-essential. Well, that's... Don't make me wrong. Thank you for liquor stores and hardware stores and uh, grocery stores. But... How could you just say somebody's not, know, not we, essential? You call Bob McGuffey, then I'll play the sound by I'm calling Ned Lamont. Bob? Bob McGuffey. Bob no McGuffey. Let way. me tell you who Bob McGuffey is. Bob McGuffey is the original founder of the Tea Party. He wrote a manual to help conservatives get noticed at town hall meetings when they were being ignored in a blue state like Connecticut. That manual is generally scorned by people everywhere, people across the country. Bob took a lot of heat for that manual. It was meant for just town Bob hall meetings. Hi, Bob. I, Bob, it's Jim Vice and Jane Benson. Welcome aboard. How are you? Great, Bob. How are you? Bob is a contributor to RadioViceOnline.com like Don Pesci. But Bob McGuffey is actually he's famous nationally. Bob took a lot of heat a long time ago for writing this handbook to help conservatives behave and tell them how to get noticed during a town hall meeting. Correct, Bob? Correct, Bob? Yeah, it was um, quite a period of time. <laughs> it was. It was a, it was a classic Andy Warhol uh, quote. You could be, everybody, you could be famous for 15 minutes. <laughs> that was your 15 minutes of fame. But yeah. mostly it was liberals, Bob. <laughs> oh, now, Bob, yeah, you've revived the Tea Party in a certain way. What is uh, it called? The Council of what? Well, no, I, I mean, no, really, the time's been passed. Jim, to um, to a, a new generation, uh, you know, really, to there's a whole new group of people that have stepped up. You know, the, the Tea Party came out and rang the bell, and uh, you know, we did that for a long time. We fought, 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 and we got you know our alternative candidate into the presidency, and um, you know, Tea Party people went into the system. They got elected. They got on school boards. They got into the system in myriad ways, but. Um, as the issues surface, and the big one that is that raised uh, that raised up in the last few years was uh, the tolls and the opposition to tolls. And uh, you know, there's a whole new generation of people to that. It was great to see new people, uh, Patrick Sasser, and, uh, Hillary Dunn, and uh, that whole cadre was out relentlessly. I mean, I was a backbencher in that. I mean, I. We were we were involved, but uh, they were out every day doing it, and it was great to see. It's it's really um, the millennials are going to have to lead out of this thing. And um, let, let me know, play like, a soundbite for you, if I can. This is courtesy sure. of Channel Three. This is a Ned Lamont press conference. If you're over seventy years old, stay at home. Solitary exercise, no big groups. Stay off of public transportation. Governor Ned Lamont asking people to stay safe and stay home as we head into the weekend. Today, the governor also announced he's clamping down on all non-essential businesses. Good evening. Clamping down on all non-essential businesses, Bob McGuffey. 
Thanks for joining us. Yeah. That news comes as we get. So you have a you actually have a post on that. What is a non-essential business? Yeah, well, that's what we're trying to find out. What, what was formed was uh, uh, the Council of Non-Essential Connecticut Businesses, and, you know, which formed yeah, back last month in, in early April, uh, got together, and I got looped in uh, by some uh, more activists, younger people, uh, their own businesses, a couple of attorneys, and it's, it's ridiculous. We have to open this state up. We have to, they cannot put people out of business like this. So we, we formed the Council of Non-Essential Connecticut Businesses, and the first act was to put in a freedom of information, a FOIA request to Lamont's office, trying to find out um, who created and composed that reopened Connecticut advisory group of Lamont's, for one thing. There's 48 people on that. And what does that group advise us as to who gets open and who stays closed? Yeah. In other words, he picks the winners and losers. Is that it? Well, yeah. I mean, and they meet behind closed doors. And so the, the Freedom of Information request wants, wants to know, you know, how is that being created, composed? Um, who defines the work of it? Where's the funding for it coming? Um, where is the justification for the formation of regional state compacts come from? Uh, you know, formulating Connecticut strategy and all this. Who de- who designated the essential business? How did that come about? And who designated the pandemic as a civil preparedness emergency? There's a whole litany uh, in the in the uh, action that we put in uh, to Lamont's office, and it was written up. It was drafted by by an attorney, uh, John Bolton, drafted it, and uh, off it went on May 19th. Uh, into Lamont's council, Robert Clark. And, um, you know, we'll see if they, if they actually come back and they provide information or, or it's got to be followed with a, with a lawsuit. We'll find out. So, Bob, uh, the, the Tea Party yeah. has come back in a different form, that's all, right? Well, the spirit, the spirit of it. The, the people, you know, we pe- people that were, were in it, many of us uh you know, have gone and done other things, or have gone back to our lives, or whatever. I, I, I'm writing a book. I'm not. I'm not out. You know, out protesting anymore. Um, but I could get to that point again. Um, we'll just have to see how this year develops, um, and we'll we'll see. But the Tea Party was a spirit of uh, reclaiming responsibility and freedom for our own lives in this country, pushing back on that big government. It's an, it, it's an inexorable agenda. It's on a ratchet. Every time uh, there's a crisis, they ratchet forward, uh, and they take more power to the state. And uh, let me play and this, this one will be a big one. Let me play this beginning of the press conference for you one more time. One thing I noticed: <laughs> if you're over 70 years old, stay at home. Solitary exercise, no big groups, stay off of public transportation. He sounds more like a prison warden than a governor. Bob. Oh my God, doesn't it? Doesn't yes. it? It sounds like a totalitarian guy. I mean, if if that was Malloy, you know, it would really fit. He was, <laughs> that he was a nasty. He was a nasty man. As, as, as in addition to being a, a collectivist, I mean, Lamont is an accidental governor, but he, you know, but he's so managed by those around him. But this is bad stuff. The worst. Who the heck vetted out that statement? You always going to be stay at home. There's no justification for it, no couching it in any kind of a, 
uh, of a perspective. It's just orders. This is what you're ordering to do. And I might remind these people, the only reason in creation that we're complying with any of this is because we do not want the healthcare system to be overwhelmed. Otherwise, people have responsibility for their own lives. They catch the dark thing, you know. I mean, you're going to have to manage it as a health risk. The last time I checked, we were all adults here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a nasty bug, but it's, you know, it came at us advertised in February like it was a deadly killer of mass numbers like a plague. And, you know, you said, whoa, when you look into it, it took me a couple of weeks to figure out what what was the, the concern here. What was it? It certainly wasn't the death rate. And we finally figured out, yeah, they don't want the healthcare system overwhelmed. Okay, Bobby, so you Bob, does yep. it concern you that people are so willing to give up their freedom that they won't fight to keep it or uh, fight to get it yeah. back? Yeah, it, it's depressing. You know, it's not surprising to those of us that have been watching. You know, you hate to say it, but people have been dumbed down by this culture. They, they just, you know, they're so interested in just the little things in their lives. They're, you know, their Facebook, their their uh, phone, texting in their little yep. world. And they don't look. They don't look beyond that. They don't. Nobody looks at the bigger picture. And and you know when the fraud is being boiled one degree at a time, each gross degree is not that perceptible. And uh, you know we're, those of us who have always pointed at those things. We're, we're talking with Bob McGuffey. One second, Bob. We're talking with Bob sure. McGuffey. Bob McGuffey is the. One of the conservatives, the godfather of the Connecticut Tea Party and tea parties across the country as well. And now Bob is with a new group called the Council of Non-Essential Businesses, essentially going after well, governors like Ned Lamont, who say that only non-essential businesses have to have to, non-essential businesses have to must stay closed. Stay closed. What is non-essential? Anyways, if you have questions for Bob, it's eight six zero eight 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 two one zero one. Bob will hear your question, but you will have to hang up and uh, hear the answer. Um, 860-888-2101. So what is non-essential business? Yeah, that's, well, you know, we're wearing the badge like we're wearing the deplorable badge, right? I mean, exactly. <laughs> right? She came out close to deplorable, so we're the deplorable, you know, and Bannon always says that, hey, the deplorable, we're all the deplorable. So, you know, so they consider, uh, you know, uh, hair salons, non-essential, and, you know, all the small stores, non-essential, retail, non-essential. And, you know, what would they do? They just, you know, go to, who God only knows, you know, what they what they did. But You like, ask Bob, Bob I can fly. Here we you go. You know, to just be grossly generalistic, you can put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. <laughs> right? The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. Clinton-phobic. And unfortunately... You know, I know exactly where I was when she said that. And I, I, Jim, Jim was ducking because I was throwing stuff. I could not believe she was saying that. I was so angry. I, I was so upset. And just to follow up on that, Bob McGuff, here's Ned Lamont one more time. Governor Ned Lamont asking people to stay safe and stay home as we head into the weekend. Today, the governor also announced he's clamping down on all non-essential businesses. Well, there you go, Bob. He's clamping down. How so do you Bob, clamp down? Yeah, clamp. So, Bob, yeah, what kind of businesses are in your group, the Non-Essential Business Council? Oh, you, you know, uh, 
uh, contractor type people, people that own small re- retail stores. I mean, the big gripe is that that they close down small stores and uh, who could who could manage the customer flow and manage the distancing and everything else the same way the big box stores that they allowed to stay open. This this act is just a big attack on uh, entre on small business entrepreneurial class in this country. They are incinerated. Bob, do you think the Council of Non-Essential Businesses will have the same impact as the Tea Party? Will you get these businesses open because you're banded together? Yeah, well, I mean, it's being done with a, uh, you know, from a legal perspective. So it's, it's you know, they're held up by how quick the legal process moves. So the FOIA request went in, and I don't know how long they have to wait on action on that, but if they don't do it, then we'll sue them. But, you know... Uh, that's the route that was taken by the people uh, that are that are leading it. Now, you know, the, the state is opening little by little, and there's some defiance already, which is good to see. I think there's, there's a haircut or somewhere in the state, I believe, I saw on TV, uh, you know, that's opened up. And everybody that does this, look at that great woman down in Texas. What a, what a smart, sharp person. She says, hey, my... Great she was terrific, and she said, my hair cutters are calling me when we're shut down and saying, you know, customers are calling me, should I go over to their house and everything? And she's going, you know, you're going to get in trouble doing that. You know, you don't know what the what the conditions are for that. She, she says, you've got to be careful. And she's thinking, I will just open this store, and I will do it right. We'll wear masks. We'll use sanitary equipment. We'll social distance to the extent we can, and then we'll keep people out of, this, out of the store until they get their hair cut. And we'll just go ahead the same way that uh, that the drug stores are, and the liquor stores are, and the box stores are, and hey, Bob, we have uh, we have schools closed, right? But we yeah. have we have the uh, frontline workers, as they call the uh, uh, the um, hospital uh, and the uh, first responders. We need daycares open. I'm going to get smacked because I have friends that have daycares yeah. and they have to stay open. So how are they doing it differently than the schools? And why do I have to be home with my children that I love dearly, but I can't get, I can't wait for them to leave for their father's house with the homeschooling. And what it, do those it, parents yeah. do that have to actually go to work and they depend on their yeah. kids going to school, Bob? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I we mean, need a counselor for them too. Life has to go on. People have to come back out. Again, the only reason we, we shut down was so that the healthcare system wouldn't, wouldn't get overrun. We did not shut down because there was going to be a lot of people that would catch this and die. That is not why we shut down. We shut down because of the healthcare system. And, you know, nobody wants to catch this thing, but we are all responsible for ourselves. And, and everybody forgets that, and they move the goalposts and now. Now we have to get uh, hospitalization, hospitalizations under control, which they are. We have to get cases under control and all the rest. They keep testing, so naturally the case rate goes up. I got a spreadsheet here that I I kept since March 12th that calculate that shows the uh, the number of cases in Connecticut and Fairfield County and Fairfield and Connecticut deaths. And every couple of days I put the numbers down, and everything, and and then you know the cases are still going up. But the deaths, uh, the deaths, the deaths are going up slightly. The hospitalizations are coming down significantly. Well, and uh, that was the that was the deal. I think 
This Flat, one is going to flatten the line, right? Flatten the line. But my thing is, I was looking at the numbers as well. So you have numbers of contamination, people that caught it, you know, people that were tested positive, people that recovered, and people that died. And there's a huge number of people that I don't know what happened to. Did they go to another space? No, it doesn't add up. No, the numbers just, don't add up. It just doesn't. Yeah, I, I, don't, I never see recovered numbers. I just... I just see a number of cases, and right now, as of as of yesterday, there were forty thousand, forty-one thousand, in some odd cases in Connecticut, and there were three thousand seven hundred sixty-nine uh, deaths. Hospitalizations have have come down, down, down to eight hundred sixteen in the whole state right now. Eight hundred sixteen. Isn't it time we uh, just open the state? Can't your organization do something? Do you think the Council on Non-Essential Businesses will spread nationwide like the Deep Party, Bob? If we give well, it press, maybe it will. There's other groups like it elsewhere. There's there's also a, a petition to reopen Connecticut that people could go to, and it's at the, the ConnecticutFreedomAlliance.org. It's ctfreedomalliancellc.org. And if they go there, they can sign a petition uh, that's going up to Lamont to reopen Connecticut. Cromwell, I'm sure, did you see that Cromwell uh, two weeks ago passed a resolution the city council 8-0 to zero to reopen? They just yeah. did it. They just, they just went out and freaking did it. So, awesome. Um, Bob, have we gotten yeah, that I mean, far down in government, that small government that towns and counties can actually override the governor? Is that possible, Bob? Well, they're, try, they're trying. We'll see what, what Lamont wants to what, what do? I think he's ignoring it. I haven't heard any backlash on them uh, for doing it. He's not. He's not going to come in here and police that because Cromwell has its own police. Fairfield has its police. You know they were they were keeping us off the beaches. They were keep keeping us out of the parks. The beaches open now in the parks. So. I know, and, the and they're forbidding is, they're forbidding people from swimming because you can catch it from water. I guess. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the Blasio down in Coney Island wants to fence in the water. You can imagine the guys down in Brooklyn going, yeah, yeah, fence this is. Well, he's a socialist. <laughs> de Blasio, yeah, is, he's a nutcase. Well, he's a Sandinista. He's a Sandinista. But the, you know the real problem? Sandinista. <laughs> well, after he was involved with them, the problem is it's a ratchet effect. And when the crisis happens, a government reaches out and it grabs all this power, It'll turn back some visible power back. It'll open up, and it'll always retain a good amount for itself. How about it's how about the uh, how about the mail-in ballots? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, listen, Democrats are world famous for uh, ballot fraud going back to 1960. That was that was that was a big year. Ever since 1960, they were world famous for it. Listen, if the Democrats thought that mail-in ballots would help the Republicans. I know. I was. I was trying to. I, I was trying to plot something where you would just spread the rumor that the Rep- Republicans would win if we had mailed in mail in ballots. That I think the yeah. Democrats would freak out. How By the way, I, Twitter is wrong. There that. have been cases of mail in ballots being used uh, illegally. Well, so, that's how Franken got elected. He declared case. It was a close race, and whenever it's a close race, the Democrats are able to stall the counting and everything. Oh, we're going to recount everything. And they try to take a peek as to how much it's going to take. They needed 300 votes 
And so, so two days later, some woman shows up. So I left both in the car. I was supposed to deliver them on electric. People buy that stuff. And that's how you got Al Franken, Franken for seven years. That's how you got him. Because uh, uh, that was just enough. They, only, they needed 200-something votes to swing that election. He had 300 in their trunk. I mean, it, it was happened right here in the in the in the Black Oak Gym in uh, in uh, 2010. I was I was I was in there when they ran out of ballot, and Rick Torres and I are standing in the gym, and they're voting, and the line is coming in, and then all of a sudden the line stops, and starts looking around saying something's happening, and then the word came around that they ran out of ballot, and so. The next thing we heard from a guy that was doing some watching for us down in the, in the pit, he said, the squad cars coming with, with new ball- with ballots from, from the registrar. Oh, okay. So we were waiting to see a couple of cops come walking in with a box of ballots. All of a sudden, no. That didn't happen. All of a sudden, the line starts moving again. And all of a sudden, they're going up, they're walking past us and going to the scanner to drop in the ballot. And Victoria says to one of the, one of the, says to a woman, you got to sit down here with these boots and you got to fill it out. She just grinned and she says, I'm okay. They were pre-filled and they had them in a bag somewhere. <laughs> them in. And they were going right. uh-huh. So there's a million tricks. I, I remember talking with the registrar down there, the guy that, that, um, that, that was the Republican registrar. He says, every year they got a new trick they tried. So uh, it's just, you know, that was that year. That, that was their trick. This year's another trick. So that's what goes on. We all know that. I mean, heck, they don't even check your citizenship uh, at, a, at any polling place, I don't think, in the country because it would take a passport or something to prove your citizenship. A driver's license isn't going to do it, but at least it's your face and address in the district. Do you know, if you want to get tested for the coronavirus, you have to show your ID. Did you know that? If you have to do what? If you want to get tested for the coronavirus, if you want to go in yeah. the hospital, you have to show your ID. So, yeah, I well, mean, you don't, you don't have to show the ID to vote? I find it interesting. Oh, yeah. You're going you're gonna to show ID for everything. It, it, Bob it, McGuffey, it, the godfather of the Tea Party. Bob, <laughs> we have to say goodbye. Thank you for joining us tonight. All right. I appreciate well, thank, it very much. Thank. Look for Bob's columns at RadioAdviceOnline.com. He has one up right now on the new Tea Party, the Council of Non-Essential Businesses. Thank All you, right. Bob. Thank All you right, for thanks, joining us. Thanks for having me Thanks for having me on. Jimmy. well. Nice Have talking you- to you, Bob. Thank you so much. All right. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. We'll take your phone calls now. Yeah, now what? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, we'll take your phone calls. No, uh, well, I'm, I'm just interested in everybody's opinion about all this, uh, the uh, ballots, the, and the IDs, and the shutdown, and what's essential and what is not. Like, uh, for instance, like I said, the uh, liquor stores, don't hit me. And, but you have the uh, uh, abortion clinics open. Uh, those are essential. Apparently, those are all essential They're businesses. They're all essential businesses. Um, you know, I think essential business would be uh, um, training, you know, bodybuilding or something, because I gained 25 pounds in this. Um, yes. So you tell me what's essential. How about uh, the, uh, do you have uh, mental health um, providers open? Is that essential, I would say? Are you with me? Yeah, I'm listening to you. What about mental health? 
Well, mental health is, yeah. So I would say that's essential. Well, you can do that over the phone, but... Um, Doctor's visits you can do over the phone via... Has anybody that. out there had one of those face visits uh-huh. with their doctor? You've been doing one that. One of those FaceTime visits with their doctor. I've had like four of them. Well, you also had to go to the hospital and we survived. It's been more than 10 days since your last treatment, right? Yep. We made that. Um, you went for a haircut. Can't tell you where. I bought the hair clippers. I have to return those. Those were for the dogs. For the dogs. You're going to use it to cut my hair. Cut your hair because he was becoming a crazy Einstein. Uh, Give us a call, please. I don't know what to talk about. Sam, Uh, you're out there. We can see you. 860-996-0308. 860-888-2101. Wow, we had the, I, I hope Sally is watching this because we had that interesting case. This, um, and you said it yourself, this is the, um, un, um, what, what, I don't know what you worded. Um, the council on not, not, un, un, non-essential un, businesses? Not, yeah, no, um, she, well, she went, got a loan and offered to pay her employee for eight weeks if the employee stayed home. The employee decided not to take her pay the employee decided to go for unemployment and the government help. Sally, and then out there. instead of coming back, she is looking for Sally to increase Here we the go. salary. Okay, I think that's. Um, is this Sam? Who is this? Hello? Hold on one second. Hold on one second. There we go. Hi, Sam. Hey, Sam. Hi, Sam. You want me to hold on one second? No, no, no. no you're all I set, Sam. Just needed to fix the sound. You know, I'm the fixer upper. Haha. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Jane runs the phones. I, I'm, I'm getting a little insulted here. All these young whippersnappers up there and that thing telling me I've got to stay home in my house. I'm not going to do it, and I've decided I'm not going to wear a mask anymore Are either. you shaking that finger at me, sister, right there? Yeah, I am. Because I am shaking I can, it, whoever I'm thinking totally of. I hear it. I Jane and I have to stay six <laughs> feet apart. We're not socially distanced, what? are we? Jane and I are not socially distanced. I'm into herd immunity myself. (laughs) I'm telling you. You know what? The first two weeks, uh, we were all scared. We didn't know what the heck was going on. At this point, I think we all know that this is all BS, right? It is BS. We, We cooperated. Now we're done. I know. So we cooperated. So now reward us with your grace, our, you know, gracious, um, Whatever you want to call it. Just open the fucking <laughs> gates. Open the gates. You're a gracious bull hockey. That's let what people I in. call it. <laughs> let, people do their, let people run their business. People are hungry. They're trying to feed their families and pay their mortgages. And it's essential Le- that they feed their children and pay their rent. That's what's ne- essential. And then Ned Lamont has the uh, cashews to say this. Thanks for joining us. That news comes as we get new numbers showing the virus is spreading. Today, we learned four people have now died from coronavirus here in Connecticut. And right now, we have 190. Well, as Mike Walsh said a couple of weeks ago, the idea of Last shutting down week. the business was not to keep it's, people it's, alive. You know what? People die of the, the flu. People die of things all the time. Of course they do. I couldn't believe everybody all of a sudden was keeling over from the virus. Say, right. oh, everybody's been cured of heart failure and everything. Look at here. <laughs> you know, just, you know, you know what uh, my father's favorite thing is, and this is a little disgusting, but you know how you keep people from sneezing? Give them, suppos- give them suppository. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'm telling you, I'm getting ready to call them people and say, take two Xlax and call me in the morning and tell me if you changed your mind yet about this stupidity. No, you know you can't. You, you know you can't cure stupid. You can't fix stupid. There is no well, cure I know, for that. but it's just it's it's terrible. And um, I, I mean, this, this this people are people that are not coming back because the government paid them more. Do they realize that they will run out of the paycheck very very no. soon, and that there's no. going to be somebody else that took their job? What are they going to do then? And- Oh, they you, don't think past their nose. There's no tomorrow. It's just today, right now. That's all I think of. What are you doing? Do you know? I, I couldn't believe they finally got that check. Instead of sitting on it for when they really needed it, they all went out and bought TVs. Yep. Oh, well, you know, you uh, know what? They, they it's 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 this, uh, they help the economy, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can Sam hear this if I play this sound yeah, bite? Yes, she can. You are stuck on stupid. I'm not going to answer that question. Not... Can you do it again? <laughs> you are stuck that. on stupid. I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> not... <laughs> okay, when I go in the store, that's what I'm going to tell everybody. You are stuck on stupid, and I'm not going to cooperate. <laughs> it's great, that's one of the all-time you hear where I got arrested, bites. that'll be why. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. We just I'm need just to... not going to do it. We just need to open the gates because everybody's going to go nuts. Yeah. Well, I'm going to probably be the first one who will say, hey, everybody's going to come dance with me. You want to start the parade? I need partners. You want to start the parade? I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, these people had better wake up and get on their own two feet and tell them right where they can put their orders. Absolutely. They're guaranteeing. They're guaranteeing a second wave if they keep people in their house. Uh, yeah, well, you can guarantee nothing. You can guarantee taxi, taxes and death. That's the guarantee. Yeah. Okay? Well, so there's no guarantee that you're going to stay alive. They're going to lose their immunity because they haven't been out. Like yeah. Bob McGuffey gaming. said, the idea was not to... Um, wasn't to shut down business to keep people alive. It was to it's keep f- people to keep from overwhelming the uh, hospitals. hospitals. So flatten the curve. So that's what they did. Yeah, well, we, we didn't. So we flattened and we did it in two weeks, and we need to move on. We just need Time to move, move on. on. <laughs> are you really? Are you really seriously obeying this? Yes, I'm wearing my mask, but do you really? Uh, come on. Yeah, but you wear your mask because of me. Well, <laughs> I have no immune system. Sorry, I, I wouldn't have to wear it if I was prettier, I guess. Is that what you're saying? No, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got tickled when them people was out on the beach and nobody had a mask on. I said that would be the most awful can if they left their mask on. What's the matter with these hey, people? Was it, was it de Blasio that was saying not to walk in the sand too much or something like that because the sand could something be contaminated? Like that. So, was that? I mean, yes. this, 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 you can't make this stuff up. Sam, have you no, obeyed you every single rule? I know I haven't. No, 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 as little as possible. Well, rules are meant to be broken, right? I mean, listen to me. <laughs> Listen to him, Sam. He doesn't sound like a governor. He does indeed sound like a warden. Listen to this. If you're over 70 years old, stay at home. Solitary exercise. No big groups. Stay off of public transportation. Governor so, Ned Lamont so asking people to stay. Why do That's they ha- courtesy I've of s- Channel 3 News. I've seen buses going. You know? You know, they're lying to us. As soon as we're not looking, they're not running around with a mask on. No, they're not. They're not doing any of this stuff. They're not. They're lying to us. Sam, thank you for calling in. I really appreciate it. 
Well, up on the okay, lines, tell them older, uh, tell them old people to them politicians <laughs> to respect their elders better than what they're doing. Bye bye, y'all. Love you. Love you too. Bye, Sam. Bye, love Sam. Bye, <laughs> Mama. Okay. Sam is best. Sam is from the Panhandle of Florida, the Florida Panhandle. She is. So that's really funny. Alabama. She is so funny. She's and the best. She's got the most common sense, and she is beautiful. You guys should see her. She's got long white hair. She's part she, Indian. She is beautiful. Um, okay, you talk to me now. What is okay. your opinion about all this? My opinion is it was time to open the, everything up long ago. Not worry about this. And if you're like me, you know immune system or compromised immune system in over 65. So you use precautions. Oh, it's Rob. Bye, you're, Rob. You're popular tonight. Rob, how you doing? Hello? Is it Rob? Hi, Anna. It's Rob. Yes, Hi, it Rob. Is. How are you? Bob. Hey, Bob. How good you doing? Good evening. Good evening. I'm good. How are the trains? They're okay. I haven't <laughs> touched them much lately. I'm no. too busy. Every every time I think I'm home working, and I think, gee, if I'm home working, I might have more time. I have less time now that I'm home I working. know. Isn't so, it amazing how much work there is at kind home? It's strange how that, yeah, it's amazing. So, but um, no, I, I'm. I continue to be amused by um, this this whole phenomenon of you know. It's worse here in Massachusetts. At least you can dine outside um, in uh, Connecticut. As a matter of fact, I have neighbor friends of mine. You know, we're only about twenty five minutes or so from Simsbury, and uh, they went to Abigail's in Simsbury. For oh, the love that place. We love that place. Great place and, and ate out. And, and, and ate on the terrace, and they said it was great. Very nice. And here, the only the only way you can eat, you can't even eat, you can't even eat sitting outside here. It has to be it has to be taken out. Is it Massachusetts? Oh, and have, have a ma- yes, yeah. and, and, and you have to have a mask on in in public. And I said, I'm not wearing a bleeping mask in public unless I'm in a store. Mm. It's their store, and they and they requested it be worn. It, at that point, it's their premises. They can tell me how they want me to behave in their operation, and I'm okay with that. But otherwise, I'm not wearing it out in public, <clears throat> although it might do me some good because there's an awful lot of pollen out there. Uh, right that's, what, that's why Jim has been wearing it outside. We've been sitting outside a lot, him. and he's protecting himself from the pollen. <laughs> yeah, we have to know. Outside and I just got a mouthful. <laughs> Rob, you'll be happy to know that one of the people who's in the running for VP candidate is this person right here. I don't know if you can hear her. I hear all this, you know, well, this is class warfare, this is whatever. No, there is nobody in this country who got rich on his own. Nobody. You built a factory out there. Good for you. But I want to be clear. You moved your goods to market on the roads the rest of us paid for. Yep. You hired... Where's the song? But, but, but didn't the business owner pay for them too? Yeah, well, she forgot that part. I, I, I mean, she, she forgot you know, that little you, part, you know. You know, it's terrible. You're, you're, you're going to laugh, but you're going to laugh hard when you hear this. But the spirit of Elizabeth Warren was alive and well in an email that I sent to one of my bosses and another colleague today when we were informed that we now had the capabilities to buy uh, a new line of plumbing products that we don't normally sell where I work, but any port in the storm, as I like to say. <laughs> any port and in the storm. The name of that, and the name of that company, and they literally had an Indian in a headdress on the on the front of on the front cover of their catalog, 
And the name of the company, they're an excellent company. They've been around a long, long time. The name of the company is Sioux Chief, S-I-O-U-X Chief. And is Elizabeth Warren on that cover? Don't get stuck on Snoop. Report We're moving forward. But I would set set the price list. I would set the price list for Sioux Chief, and I'm sitting there. Uh, it's two thirty, and I've sat through another <laughs> online meeting, and I'm getting giddy. And I hit the reply button. Uh, I hit reply all company. Yeah, here we go. I'd like to. I'd like to find out if if Elizabeth Warren is the rep for the line in Southern New England, specifically Massachusetts. Uh, I, I gotta. Uh, what, what my boss calls me is. Careful. He says, the word it's okay is, for you and I, but it's not okay for everybody else. I said, ah. <laughs> Rob, the word is that Joe Biden is looking for an African-American woman. Oh, God. Not an Indian, Native American woman. So Joe Biden obviously- better find somebody. Joe Biden better find somebody that can speak and has a pulse. If you point. ain't if you ain't voting for me, you ain't black. You got that one? No, he said, if you're, if you're African-American and you don't vote for me, then you're not black. Then you ain't he black. He said, ain't. You ain't yep. black. Then you ain't and, black. And, and, I honestly, and I honestly believe that, that this part of this whole pandemic nightmare that they'd like to lead us to believe we're in, and, and I realize that there are people who have passed away yes. from this virus and it's yeah. terrible. I have, I have three people close to me who all have survived it. Um one of whom was the oldest resident in the Holyoke Soldiers' Home, the infamous Soldiers' Home. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 103 years old, and he survived it. That's great. That's sad. And he's, he's lucky. He's a tough cookie. He's a tough cookie. And my, but, and my second cousin, who has every ailment under the sun, is in a nursing home. She has congestive heart failure. She has Alzheimer's. She has all these things. She survived it. Do you happen to know what they were treated <laughs> with? No, offhand, I, I don't. And it, it's funny, I, 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 I can certainly find out what my cousin was treated with. Yeah, I'd be uh, curious. I think I'm going to dig into that one because that I, I have direct access to that one because I'm, uh, I'm a caregiver on that. On yeah, that I'd, be, I'd just be curious because, you know, how they uh, wash their hands of what Trump was saying and suggesting. Well, they, well as soon as, as you know, it, it, it's just, it, it shows the bias mm-hmm. of, of these people. You know, again, um, I had a, an uncle, a, a very dear uncle of mine, who was chairman emeritus of the Albany College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences in Albany, New York. And he was a pharmacist, and he was a brilliant man. And unfortunately, he's been passed away for some time now. But I, I said to his son, my cousin, the other day, I said, you have no idea for varying reasons, but particularly for this purpose, I wish your father was here. Mm. I said, because your father would be crystal clear in as to how to deal with this issue. And the first thing my cousin said to me was, you do know my father hated the FDA. <laughs> and, I, and I, I found that to be very, and I, I, I did know that, and I, I had forgotten it. But he railed against the FDA. He said, "He said this, he said that that is a government bloated government agency that is holding up quality products for for people who could that can actually be helped by them." Well, now there are people that's who where die every day that don't that's, get stuff. That's, that's well, that's where the president there. That's that, where the president passed the bill where you have the right to try. You have the right, right. to try, but 
there I heard that there were hospitals that were laughing at the uh, uh, the the treatments that were suggested, were, which was the hydroxychloroquine, the uh, antibiotic, and zinc. And doctors were laughing at it just because it was said by Trump. So you're talking about bias. There you go. So you have a but, right but, to try. What do you have to lose? Well, precisely. What do you have to lose? You know, I mean, for, for those... Well, hydroxychloroquine, I've been taking it for some 20 years, right, Jane? Yes. And it can be a dangerous drug. You know that. But yeah, but so could aspirin. Yeah, but this put me in the hospital if it's not taken properly. Because, well, it was because of uh, the compound. Generic, you have two right? different... When they're telling you but generic but and... Bro- brand- I can't it's, take it's generic, different. Rob. Yeah. So, so when generic you... I, I don't doubt me. it. And... and- and honestly, I wish one another time. I wish my uncle was standing here. He railed against generic. He, he railed against. Well, that's where they, they, they're telling you they're saying. the same. They're not because there's yeah there's the right. same uh, the, there's the same chemistry, but compound that it's based mm-hmm. on is not. And people right. are allergic right. to compounds, and nobody right. nobody tells you that. Nobody understands that. No, I know, I know, and it's it. I I, I just wish that. What what bothers me the most about this is that people have literally folded their cards to these supposed government experts. <laughs> uh, I, I, I had a big row with somebody the other day about Dr. Fauci, uh. who I who I, I think is a very bright man. I, I take nothing from this man's accomplishments, but as I reminded this person, because I still have the tear off from a calendar of a Ronald Reagan quote. And the Ronald Reagan quote stated that the best are not in government. If they were, the private sector would steal them away. Ah, that's a very, and, very and good quote. Is, and and that's and that's and someone said, well, maybe he doesn't care about the money. Bovine <laughs> um, pathology. No, sir. No, anyone, anyone who has those kinds of capabilities cares enough, and they're going to pay you, and they're going to pay you, you well. Can you send me that quote, please? I can. As a matter of fact, as soon as, I, yeah, as, soon as I'm standing in front of my regular desk at work, I will take a picture of it, and I will send it to you. Thank you. Because I appreciate that. it's been there that. for some time. Yeah, I appreciate And my that. boss gave it to me, actually. Um, but I, I, see, I see stuff like this in these supposed experts, and now they look, they look to government because liberals love to look to government as being experts. These people are not experts. Well, it's like, uh, it's like Don Pesci, but let me just finish this one. Don Pesci said the doctors should be running uh, the medicine and the politicians should be running politics. That's right. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And it's uh, uh, why, why, why we're this deep into this thing. This, this long, it's, it's the last week of May. And I, you still can't. It's time. It's time for herd immunity to take over. It's time for people to get back out. I'm not saying everybody. Rob, as it turns out, our our first guest, Bob McGuffey, is running a council of non-essential <laughs> business uh, movement, and they. Uh, God bless them. And the anti-shutdown pro- protest movement is indeed f- spreading across the country, according to the internet. So, Bob McGuffey's. Bob McGuffey's on to something again. He helped start the Tea it Party in Connecticut. Now he's getting this to. going. The, 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 other, um, the other comment that my boss had for me recently in listening to a podcast that he frequents, as do I, and some very, very smart people 
you know, who, who, who are experts because they're in the private sector, um, said that as many as one third, one third, 33% of small businesses in this country will not survive mm. this, will not survive this disaster. And that is, that is a horrific tragedy and that this was permitted to happen will, will be, I, I, I certainly hope people ne- that, that people who understand will never forget this uh, because there's going to be good people who are going to lose everything because of a silly mandate. That is because of so the government. True. Because of the government. And, because of the government. And it's because overreach. government supposedly knows better. All right, no, Rob. Yep. Thank you so much for calling. Right, uh, we'll talk to you Have soon. Have a great okay. night. You too. Jenny, take care, Yana. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. You have 15 minutes. Where are you going? Okay, I won't play it yet. Sorry, I apologize. I do like it. Well, the thing is, did you have your rant yet, Mr. Vicevich? Yes, I did. What was it? I ranted at the beginning. I ranted about shutting down a business. This is insanity. You can't do this. You can't order businesses to just shut down. The idea, as Bob said, was not to save people's lives. It was just so the healthcare system wouldn't be overwhelmed, correct? Well, I thought we were going to flatten the line, to flatten and, and get the hospitals ready and prepared and possibly trained. And none of that happened. We got the masks, the gloves, the hand sanitizers coming back. Everything's coming back. Why are we still, why are we still sitting home? We have daycares open because the, the uh, first responders need to put their kids somewhere. Why are the schools shut? I didn't why know daycare getting, was open. Oh, daycare they are was open. open. Yeah, it's, well, not, maybe not all of them, but to, to some level, they have to be open. Where are the they? schools should be open, don't you think? Absolutely. The herd immunity, we need that. Because they don't want the kids, they say, I heard this on television, on Fox News, they don't want the kids coming home from school and infecting the old people. I guess people like me. I'll wear a mask, I'll be fine. What about the old people with flu, with the, what do you call exactly. it, the walking, um, walking uh, pneumonia. pneumonia, that thing? Uh, what about that? How are you going to, you're going to shut down on everything? This was really scary, and this thing is, this thing is, what, some scratched. What yeah. happened there? I don't know, cat. Um, so this was scary, and this thing seems to be mutating. It's moving from the lungs to different organs, so we don't know what the heck is going on. It's affecting the immune system. It's not, it's not just the lungs. And as I was lectured by my chiropractor, yes, not lectured, by um, informed by my chiropractor, it has to do with the blood, so it has to do with the immune system. It's an it immune It's an immune problem so it sends your immune system into overdrive and different people are going to be affected differently so it it seems to be affecting the lungs the most but there are other organs that it's affecting people die of different organ failures sam says they just want to uh, blame trump for something well, of course well i well. think that's probably true <laughs> well it's not difficult like we um, we had fight fight last night about what trump said and he does say stupid things yes he does he's but, talking you know, about joe scarborough yeah and the, the joe scarborough office, is a right? garbage he's garbage so i don't care what he says about joe scarborough he's garbage so we had fight about this he i guess trump should not have said that joe scarborough is a murderer he's not a murderer but he said that if he had an affair with a uh what do you call the ladies in um um 
dancers, exotic no, dancers? No, no, no. The people that work at um, prostitutes. Uh, no, if you go work. Oh, that's um, you're talking about massage parlors. Okay, I'm lost. No, if I'm you have a secretary now. that is in college and is uh, it's apprentice, whatever you want to call these people, work for oh, somebody. Intern. intern, thank you. That's the word. So if he had an affair with an infer- intern, that we, he would have to murder her. He said it. We just that was just a very recent. Who said that? Joe release. Scarborough. Joe said Scarborough that? said it. I saw it. You saw it. I showed it to you. He said it in his own words. So why wouldn't you call him a murderer? Sam says something here that I think is actually has some truth to it. They want us to become dependent on them. They like that. It well, gives them power. The, they take away our freedoms and then they make us dependent on them. Hello. Government gives it and government takes it. Absolutely. So um, look at these people that are getting support from the government instead of from people that are getting the loans. The, uh, the business owners are getting loans. They have people on their payroll. They offered these people uh, um, to be on a payroll for eight weeks to stay home, six to eight weeks to stay home and be safe. And now these people refuse that. They go for unemployment, which is more, and they're, they're demanding the, the same pay when they come back to their job. Well, the government their job, is actually paying them more than the job does but their unintended job, consequences. But your job, my sweethearts, is going to be gone, and the government is going to go after you and find out what your pay was actually in reality. I'm sure they'll figure out how to get their money back. Do you think the government is really going to feed you endlessly? I don't think so. Think about it again. You're going back to work and you're going to be working for what you are making. Wasn't guaranteed income tried in communist Czechoslovakia? Didn't you have a guaranteed income? Yeah, we had communist? a lot of guaranteed things. Uh, a lot of things are coming out now. Uh, when I was writing the book and um, I was talking to people that are related to me that do not remember certain things, they should go back to check and watch these programs that are coming out now that the government was doing to what the government was doing to people that that didn't they we didn't hear about it's amazing what's coming out now my mom's eyes are popping out my mom's in in, in her 70s and she never heard things that were going on during the uh, regime so during the communist during, regime maybe. exactly yes and and are we uh, headed in that direction yes we are we absolutely are if how you how fast oh very quickly <laughs> Are you kidding me? They're taking your second amendment, the first amendment. They want to take your guns. They're shutting you down. They're shutting everybody down. Do you think they're... Uh, Illegal search and seizure. I think that's the fourth amendment. They're, they, they're doing that as well. You have that. You have government sending you ballots in your mail. Who do you know they are going to? People that are not legal citizens not 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 even citizens just residents you don't have to be a citizen but you can't vote if you're not citizen so i take that back you have to be a citizen to here's vote. an example uh the sound of sister said a couple of weeks ago have illegal search and seizure by a drone that same drone also has a flare cam that can read a person's body temperature police say they're thinking about putting it in the front lobby to help stop the spread of covid19 let's see if you- uh, that's a report from daytona beach florida where they have drones that measure your temperature even though you don't know what's going on and you haven't consented as she said that violates the fourth amendment i believed I don't know, but I have to laugh at this. Those uh, thermometers. You you have to really have people um, trained to do things properly. Because when we were going to the hospital, the person that was taking my temperature actually touched my forehead. 
So, you know, your gloves and all that prevention, so to speak, if you're not doing it properly, you're not protected. People using gloves uh, have no idea what they're doing. Have you ever gone to a food place where they're preparing your food? You can watch them. They will touch one thing after another with their gloves, and then they will take the money, yeah, touch the register. Phone call. Let's get the, uh, the main line out of we Are you can. telling me to shut up? No, 860-888-2101, 888-2101. Time for one more phone call or before we sign off. 996-0308, that's better because... Uh, you can play the um, sound bites if you need to play or want to play sound bites. The other you one you can on this one too. Well, they wouldn't hear you on uh, on the other one. Nine nine six zero three zero eight. Anybody wants to shut me up? Go if, ahead. If you want to know what, even even if it's not up in your part of the country right now, it will be soon, according to Bob McGuffey. This council on non-essential businesses—they're pushing back. They're, they want to open up. Oh, um, no, we it's did a tea not. party but, uh, Brian, for non-essential businesses. Yes, that. But Brian wanted to talk about the, uh, did you see the video of that, uh, those police officers kneeling yes. on that? Um, and it was over a counterfeit $20 bill. And I don't like to comment on this until the investigation no. is over, ever. And I never but I do. Think, but I do. On this one, I do. Because there's one guy standing, one cop, one cop standing there, and one kneeling on somebody's neck. And I think that was wrong. I really do think that was wrong. And that white woman in a Central Park... Like, that was claiming, insanity. Claiming that she was she being was attacked, attacked by, by an African-American. Come on. What the heck are people thinking? What, what are people thinking? All because he was actually in Central Park, asking apparently bird-watching, asking, asking her, her to, to leash put a, her dog. Put a dog on a leash. But she was abusing the dog to... to pretty much frame him. I don't know if she was going to end up killing the dog to prove her point. But the guy was uh, watching birds in a watch bird in watching Park, area yeah. in Central Park, Central Park, where the birds, uh, the dogs are supposed to be leashed, and she called police on him. Um, that was wrong. So those two things are just terrible. Just quickly, Jane's book, "Stuck by Socialism," a memoir of Jane's life under communism, and now how she feels socialism is being introduced here in America and is stalking her. So she had to fight to get out of Czechoslovakia. Now it's following her here. The name of the book is Stalked by, Stalked by Socialism. Yes. I wrote the foreword. Yay. Yes, he did. That's my that only contribution Handsome picture of him. Anyways, Brian, um, back book to the... Is, book is now fully uploaded to the publisher, and it will be out soon in Amazon. Look for Amazon in maybe a week or two, maybe sooner. I don't know. Yeah. But Jane's book is finally ready to go. We were told today. That's the good news. <sighs> it's scary. Let's see who's going to sue me. Anyways, um, did you see the Why video? Why don't you just ask somebody? Ask somebody what? To sue you. Go ahead, sue me. You want to sue me? Why are you looking at me like that? There's nothing to be sued over. Um, did you see that video of the uh, police officers or not? Yeah, I did. What did you think? That one guy standing there with his hands in his... Uh... I have no thoughts on any of that. I never comment on it until I know the whole story. I, You know, I generally get really upset, but um, this, I think, was pretty clear case of... It looks like it was pretty clear of abuse, you mean? Yes. Um, yeah, but generally I don't comment until I know the whole story. Okay. Especially on police matters. Um... Maybe because my cousin was a cop. 
Okay. Sorry, well, so I'm prejudiced. Now. I was Go very on. upset during the uh, Obama era because all those were blown out of proportion, but this one was just bad. You could see that it was just wrong. Um, did you guys want to give us another uh, one more call uh, before we have to go and fight over other things? Eight six zero. What is it? Um, where's the phone? Eight six zero nine nine six zero three zero eight. Okay. Say the name of the book. Um, Stalked by socialism is the name of the book. And it will be out soon. It'll be out up on Amazon for download. We'll have an audio book as well. Probably. I just want to play this one soundbite if I can. Okay, play. Recently, Professor Henry Lewis Gates Jr. was arrested at his home in Cambridge. What does that incident say to you, and what does it say about race relations in America? Well, uh, I I should say at the outset that uh, Skip Gates is a friend, uh, so I may be a little biased here. Uh, I don't know all the facts. Uh, What's been reported... Hi, Brian. Hello. How are you? Great. This is uh, the um, blog, not blogger, but um, guest in the uh, chat room talking oh. about the uh, police. Uh, what do you have yeah, to and say? Your old, uh, your old New York football giant friend, he used to call you all the time, too. Oh, there you go. We'll have a good season this year if they open up. Do you think uh. they're going to play? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, promising, I'd you- say, after... Uh, you hearing wanna, what uh, what the governor said this week about having all the teams return, so you wanted to comment on the cop video. Is that correct? Well, it, you know that, and uh, how about the positive news today that the space program is back, Jim? I you know, like, like that. We're SpaceX. We're, we're 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 bringing back, you know, what really should be happening, and not uh, having our astronauts go on Russian soil and be launched. There. Is that Jeff Bezos, by the way? Is Tesla Jeff Bezos? Tesla is built. Elon Musk. Oh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk built this rocket and this space capsule. It's truly a great day for the space program. Yeah, they had to cancel it until Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Because of bad weather. We'll get there. Don't worry. So, because of bad uh, weather, they had to postpone it until Saturday, is what Rob, sorry, Brian, is trying to tell us about. Yeah. But um, no, I that I mean I, I understand where you're coming from, and I I should be in that mindset too. I just from seeing on social media a lot of people posting, you know, oh this is disgusting, and, and they're right, it is disgusting what what happened in Minneapolis, and like you guys said, you know, it's probably um, you know we need to wait for more of the facts to come out or whatever. But that's what I it, always do. Not it's not positive looking right now, and no, it's um, not. The video is very damning. Conservatives and liberals, you know, commenting in the same mindset. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. We can wait for the facts to come out and see what happens and then go from there. So, all right. Well, we're going to start this radio check. Neil, this is Houston, loud and clear. Break, break. Buzz, this is Houston. Uh, radio check and verify TV circuit breaker in. And we're there. We're back. We will be Saturday. That's right. 
Looking forward to it. All right, Brian. Thank you so Thanks, much Brian. for calling. You too. Take care. Right, bye. Thank you. Bye. All right. Okay. Play the music. Play the music, Mr. Kanky. Music. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Well, Thank you all for joining us. I hope us. you had a good time. As always. And we won't back down. We'll always stand for a smaller, leaner, less intrusive government. Thank you all for joining us. I want to thank Bob McGuffey for joining us, too. And good luck with the Council on Non-Essential Businesses. Tongue-in-cheek. Uh-huh. <laughs> the godfather of the Tea Party is starting another group. We think it's great. Trying to open up the doors of these small businesses. That government is trying to put out of business because they know nothing about business. We'll see if Bob McGuffey can do it twice. Can he capture lightning in a bottle again? I have faith. I have faith, too. If Bob's behind it, it'll get done. Absolutely. Now, Bob's not out there protesting, like you said. Those days are over. But what the heck? Hey, guys, we'll see you next week. We will. Thank you for joining us. Thank you all for joining us very much.